Thank you for joining me, Dina Lynn Rosenbush, on this first ever episode of The Language of Play. Today, I will introduce you to The Language of Play, helping kids listen better with simple communication and connection strategies that you can implement wherever you are. I invite you to keep listening for specific ideas and ways to apply these concepts in future episodes. Are you tired of repeating yourself with your children and wonder why they don't listen? Are you frustrated that your kids argue, whine, or debate with you? Are you afraid you're doing the wrong thing, but you're not sure what to do? Hey mamas, you don't need to stay overwhelmed and exhausted. My name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush, mom, grandma, and speech-language pathologist of over 25 years. In this podcast, you will find solutions to get your kids to listen better, understand the clear communication, and the boundaries that benefit kids and all while enhancing your relationships. So if you are ready to build deep, meaningful connection and create a more peaceful, productive, and happy home, listen in. Let's interrupt the way you've been parenting so that you can become the parent you want to be. It's playtime. Let's go. When I work with parents and kids as a speech-language pathologist, I see parents that want to communicate with their kids, and I see kids that want to communicate with their parents. All of us parents know that communication sometimes doesn't land, but what if you could get behind the eyes of your child and communicate with them in a way their brains understand? The language of play is born out of this idea. However, it's not just an idea. It's a real thing. In my practice as a speech therapist, or some people say speech clinician, and others say speech language pathologist, it's all the same thing. I worked with hundreds of students and their parents. As I evaluated kids for speech and language impairments, I made treatment plans and conducted the therapy. I learned that there are patterns to why kids don't understand and patterns to what they do understand. With thousands of hours of continuing education, I studied my students and analyzed my own children to the point of them saying, don't analyze us, mom. I still analyzed. Watching those patterns and applying various connection and communication strategies, I saw change. Having children of my own made me a better speech therapist. Having the brain and learning strategies as a therapist made me a better parent. For many years, I thought all parents would have, should have the benefit of this knowledge. This podcast is a way to share. What I noticed is parents had common themes. They were, why don't my kids listen? What, how do I help my kids learn to speak? What is normal at this age? My child won't follow through with chores. I can't even tell my kid to get their jammies on. What can I expect from my child? And many, many more questions. Parents wanted better ways to give instruction, to teach their kids to follow through, and how to deal with big feelings. Oh, those big feelings. Especially the emotional outbursts that trigger their, um, the parental emotions too. I noticed that kids had common themes as well. Though they often did not tell their ideas in words, they expressed, for example, shame and embarrassment by hiding their mouth, sometimes hiding under the table, 
sometimes by throwing things. They also did things like initiate play by running away, which was very confusing to the parents. They had had big feelings, the children, and their big feelings scared them because those feelings were uncomfortable. A A few of the kids had health issues, which presented themselves as anger or difficulty paying attention. Some of the things the kids said were obvious, such as, I'm tired, and then they'd fall asleep in class. And this was their way to communicate that they needed more sleep at night. And sometimes that was much easier said than done. None of these examples are all kids all of the time. And every family has their own circumstances that they're dealing with. These are specific children in specific situation. What confuses you about your child's behavior? To wrap up today's introduction, what if you could get behind the eyes of your child and communicate with them in a way their brains understand? This is not just an idea. It is a real thing. And this is the focus of the Language of Play podcast. Next time, we're going to talk about play. And if this sounds helpful, intriguing, or interesting to you, keep listening. Practical skills are to come. And I ask that you share this podcast with anyone that has children in their life. It is helpful anyway. I ask you to rate and review the show. Thank you. Remember, mamas, when you get behind the eyes of a child, you can speak in a way their brains understand. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you feel hopeful and want to hear more, please share this podcast with other parents that might want the same. I would be so appreciative if you would rate and review. You can also connect with me through the email found below.